Give it to me like... This is my journey as a single mom on me. the outskirts. Miss Trainer! Hey, Melissa. So A to trains. Miss Traina. Michelle Traina. I'm so sorry, Mr. Call. Uh, I, I was... She's a good person. She's got a lot of heart and a lot of caffeine. I just walked into chaos in the form of a woman. Welcome to Divorce Diaries Show. My name is Michelle Traina. I am the creator, the host of Divorce Diaries, and this is Divorce Diaries Podcast. Um, I am very excited because we have officially launched the web series. It is a five episode series of a mockumentary version of what's going on in my life right now, uh, based off some true events, based off of some exaggerated true events. It takes place at Solid State Coffee. Solid State Coffee is located in New York City on West 74th Street. Um, I believe it's 101. I'm going to double check the number now because I always get it wrong. Um, they were our sponsor for this uh, ver- for this season of the web series, and I hope that, um, yeah, 104 West 71st Street in New York. Um, that is, a, I believe, the Upper West Side. And they also have coffee on SolidStateCoffee.com. You should go check it out. I am drinking my Solid State Coffee right now. Mmm. Delish. So, what's going on, everybody? I have some great news. Besides the web series launching, I also have my Patreon account that has the After Dark Divorce Diaries where I share some really fun, romantic fantasy stories that I've written. Um, but they're after dark, so they're not for um, anyone that's, you should be over 21. Let's put it that way. I don't, I, I like to say over 21, not 18. Um, okay. I always love getting an audition. Got a couple of auditions uh, this week, last week. I booked a commercial. I booked a freaking commercial, baby. Uh, you guys have been hearing about how the journey's been a little challenging lately. Uh, with hitting a wall on numbers with my show, my social media. I don't know. Like, I don't know what else to shift, but I'm I'm going to shift um, in a way that will hopefully bring my numbers up with keeping to my authentic self. So I've been hustling, been doing a lot of auditions. And my manager, shout out Roger Paul, told me to keep doing what I'm doing. He's like, if I, if, if you were doing something wrong, I would tell you, but you're getting the auditions. And I booked a commercial that is shooting this Tuesday. This coming Tuesday is um, December 12th. The commercial, I don't know if I'm allowed to say what it's for, so I guess I'll wait to say that. Uh, but I am shooting it in Jersey and it's on the day of my dad's death anniversary, which I think is significant because it's his journey to the other side. I miss him greatly, but I think it's like a very good positive sign. Um, also, uh, a friend of mine told me to start to shift some of my stuff towards empowering. I guess he doesn't think I'm being empowering enough. Uh, and and he, I don't think he meant it in a negative way. He said, why don't you look at the rejections you're getting and say, I don't need that because I'm amazing and something better will come along. And I, I like that. I think I am going to start to look at some of uh, sketches and how to do that. I mean, it is true. When you get the win after many rejections, it feels so good and I screamed on the phone with a few people and when I screamed on the phone with my manager it he felt the goodness because he knows how hard I've been working and it's kind of like a proud parent when they know that their kid won and I'm not he's not as old enough to be my parent but I'm just saying like that's how it felt I feel it he was very proud proud teacher proud moment I booked that fucking commercial very exciting I want to read something in uh Ed Milet, 
I think is end my life. Yeah. There's separation season. I was talking about it. And he, he says to like go the extra mile during separation season. She, 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 she. can't talk. Anyway, um, I don't think he does this on his Instagram, but but he talks about just putting in the work more, even when you uh it's it's the time where everyone's taking a break. And I agree. I feel like stuff happens when you do that. Now that doesn't mean you shouldn't celebrate and have fun, but the holidays are hard for people for everybody in general. And especially if you're divorced, you're a single parent, you're running around doing five hundred things, trying to keep up with everybody. Um, and it's hard. It just, I, I did a Christmas event, uh, sorry, a holiday charity event this past weekend. And I, I said the joke, you know, happy holidays. I'm on Lexapro. Like nobody laughed. And I was like, uh, okay. Um, no, no, no. I think someone screamed and was like, yeah. And it's like, because it's difficult. Um, while everyone is drinking, I'm sinking into depression. Happy holidays. And then you see like the number for a shrink at the end. 1-800-DON'T-DO-IT. That could also be a marriage counselor or like a pre-marriage counselor's uh, advertisement. 1-800-DON'T-DO-IT. Think before you put the ring and sink i'll figure that one out so uh yeah the holidays are hard um i talked about that the last time but i i got a win this week and i'm soaring high um routine has helped routine stick to your routine uh what happens when you get sick what happens even i had a major migraine the last couple days what do i do you gotta like think of the top first priority first your child your you know your actual health um and then you got to move backwards. So I stopped doing 5 a.m. Writers Club today and yesterday because of my head. And I finally feel better. I've, I've gotten some sleep and I've gotten some hydration in me. But I feel like I'm behind. So I have to give myself grace. Nope, no uh, connection to my daughter. But I have to give myself actual grace and allowing myself that time to just, you need to sleep. Uh, I have this fun article. So what else is going on in the Divorce Series world? So the web series is launched. Add a new show dates. We're waiting for the ticket links as soon as the contract is signed. We'll add the ticket links, but if you want, uh, awesome. Okay. He loves this. Uh, if you want to sign up for my email list, you will get the first notification as soon as the ticket link goes live. I have January 21st, Tulsa, Oklahoma, February 3rd. We're doing, uh, Maine, Great Falls Comedy Club. That's Auburn, Maine. Uh, February 10th, it is in Grantville, Pennsylvania, a laughing stuff comedy club. Very excited. Lots of great divorce content creators you should follow. Divorce Party Podcast. Um, I'm going to put, let's see, that's one. Uh, what the fuck divorce. I have a friend, uh, someone who um, a long time ago I met her and she's amazing. Uh, she helped me give, she gave me some advice on on my uh, editing and Carrie Pyle Lawrence, she has a diary of a divorcee podcast and she has, she's a real, real big social media influencer as well. Um, she's been very uh, supportive of my work and I want to give her a shout out. Hopefully I will get her, her on the podcast. And also um, I'm trying to get Tom Arnold and Monica on I'm trying to get Rob on from what, what the F divorce. So those are some people I just want to give some shout outs to that. I really like their content. Oh, Sadie divorce and happy. She's amazing. She has built her shit up in the last year. And I mean, kudos to her because I 
really, I mean, I'm feeling like I'm always struggling and growing my numbers <laughs> uh, in all aspects of my life. My bank account, my social media followers, I've now turned into a noir movie actress, but I need them to grow like a bald man's hair plugs. All right. So those are some people I, I wanted to shout out and hope, um, you know, you should go follow them, watch them, listen to them. Um, I hope to work with them soon. Uh, my my castmates in the web series, I've known them all for many years, and then they're also very good actors. Steve Cohen, um, he's, a, he's a really funny guy. Uh, he's a product of divorce and you can follow him at Steve Cohen funny. And, and he also is going to be with me in Pennsylvania, laughing stuff, comedy club. Vic Sedano plays the love of my life in all of my content. Uh, but we're good friends actually. And, uh, he has, he was a character in the pilot, but he had his hair like grown out. So we used him in the web series too. So he's playing a different character. Angie Hansen was my director in the pilot. And then she plays class mom. You're wondering why are you recycling these people? They're good friends of mine. They're good actors. And also, um, they're working with my budget. And sometimes that's what you have to do when you're working in film and TV and you're an independent filmmaker. So they were great. We are awesome. Angie Hansen is a director and actor. She also is a, um, she runs events for three points brewery in new york city she's everything and then more and a really positive person uh we got my consulting producer dave vox mullen you guys know that i worked with him on the comedy special and we really were plugging away this year at the tv series and getting an investor which didn't so much work out yet but there's always you know that god always has a plan for us right uh i always got my buddies mark premiano doug bass you gotta go follow them i'm at i'm a bass hole check out my friend's show there's some fucking weird tbs i don't know if it's on tbs but they're pitching a show that's very similar to his and it's really fucked up I, my personal opinion um and he's one of my, my good friends and his show is so much better than whatever this pilot they were filming is um and go check him out mark premiano really funny guy he, he tours um he's in the pilot and he also uh does he's been on jimmy kimmel he plays mr hannon the pilot has not been seen yet by everybody we're waiting for my sales agent to figure out where it's going to get sold to so everybody can see it all right this has been just like an informative podcast but you know what why the fuck not i want to tell you guys what's going on in my brain all right let's get to the juicy stuff what's going on in my love life um uh <laughs> it's pretty bare no it's not bare i have i i, I actually had made a decision this past weekend i had some anxiety attack uh that i really do need to go back to therapy i joke about it because I, I said therapy i owe my therapist i actually paid my therapy bill last year so i gotta go back to i have to find a new therapist that's not going to be as expensive even though i love my old therapist she's also i think we i think she's like on her way to retirement but or maybe not but like she only does virtual but it's like 300 a session and for that price that's two months of my optimum bill so i don't know if i can like do it so but my mental health is important especially when it comes to men i, I joke about it but i have this si significant pattern of falling for men that don't want to be with me and i seek validation for, for them. And I, like I said, Pam fitness coach, she, she was somebody I chatted out last week, um, that I really like. And, um, yeah, I feel like I really like her. And she said the thing about how it was a self-confidence, self-worth thing. 
And I, I definitely struggle with that. So I need to put the work in and, and her big, her Pamela's big strategy was routine and sticking to it. And then my talks about confidence and how you build confidence is by, um, keeping the promises you make to yourself. Um, and that's important. And then I think you see results. So I have to keep the promise of getting a new therapist and acting on it. I do feel like I have feelings for somebody that I really do hope it works out with. Um, he's turning out to be somebody that I hoped he would be in certain ways. And I, um, I hope that I don't let my anxiety get the best of me. I don't do well in the dating scene. I don't like to know if men are dating other women around me or because it's, it's hard not to, I talk to other men too. So it's like, you can't expect them not to talk to anybody else. I just don't want to see or hear it. But I also want to know deep down that they really just like me first and foremost, this is issues, right? This is an issue. Um, and he brought up uh, somebody. So a friend brought up a really good point about like, what if somebody just cheated on you or what if they, what if they didn't have you first in your mind? Like what then, why do you care? Who cares? But I care, you care because you take it personally and you feel like it's a personal reflection on your worth. It's not, I don't know how to tell myself and make myself feel differently, but I think it's like physically doing the work on reminding yourself, no, you're worth more. That person doesn't see your worth to them. And that means that their worth is it's, it's moving on. It's hard. It's really hard to get this. That's why I got to go back to therapy. So I like to poke fun at the men that reject me and that you've seen that in my comedy. Um, but I do want to show my listeners that I also should not care. I should be empowering uh, myself and saying, bitch, you are beautiful. You're sexy. You hot. Fuck that little Cuban leprechaun who rejected you two years ago and made you feel lower than dirt on Christmas. Fuck him. Let him go find his own pot of gold. And in his case, it's probably a pot of Cuban cigars because he's Cuban and that doesn't make any sense, but that's what I'm going to go with. Um, that really hurt a couple years ago, especially when he I like apologize. I did, I did go down a weird, this guy that I had a four day romance with that I knew for four months, long story short. Um, I, I thought he was the one for some reason. Um, he put his Cuban leprechaun magic on me and I was like, I don't know how to do a Cuban leprechaun accent, but I, I mean, he was like, I'm magically going to be with him. Okay. So, but I wasn't, he definitely ghosted me after that, like about a month after he ghosted me. And yeah, I sent him a gift to apologize for my text threads. And, um, he still didn't want to speak to me, but he said, thank you for the gift. And he never used the gift card because I called the pizzeria and asked because I am that cuckoo, uh, cuckoo for cocoa puffs. All right. Anyway, what's the empowering part of that? I should have said, I don't give a fuck. That man can't even ride a roller coaster. Why would I cry over a man that can barely ride, that can barely read the, meet the, why would I cry over a man who can barely meet the height requirements for a roller coaster, let alone meet my requirements for being in my life? Right? We got to think things like that. I'm not height shaming anybody, okay? I'm just height shaming him. Okay, so there was an article in the New York Post. Um, I'm going to send this to my friend, my friend Dan Tomeo. Shout out, Dan. I want to read this. Um, 
woman hurls clothing. Oh, woman. Okay, so there is an article in the New York Post. Woman hurls clothes over sixth floor New York City balcony after boyfriend caught cheating. And there's a video apparently too. So I'm going to put the link in here. A Bedford star. This is in the New York Post. And it says right after it says she really aired by Deidre Baraldoff. I got to contact Deidre. A Bedford Stuyvesant woman who apparently came home to find her boyfriend in bed with another woman went berserk, tossing his clothes and other items from her sixth floor balcony in a caught on video tirade. First of all, I like to understand this. Okay, here it is. Wow. I don't know if there's volume. Yeah, there's volume. I don't know if you guys can see it. I guess I guess they don't have the whole video like on it's on TikTok, but it, but the the best part is a Bedford Stuyvesant woman who apparently came home to find her boyfriend in bed with another woman went berserk. What is she supposed to do? Offer them coffee? Shouldn't it be a Bedford Stuyvesant woman finally takes a stand against cheating boyfriends and threw his shit out the fucking window like she should have? I get it. I get it. It's more exciting to say she's berserk. Tossing his clothes and other items from her sixth floor balcony in a caught on video tirade. Again, tirade is negative. We should be saying that this woman gloriously tossed his clothes and other cheating items from her sixth floor balcony in a caught on video beautiful celebration of why women rule over men caught on video lesson to be learned by all men that's what it should be changed to here's the problem though neighbors watched and filmed and (laughs) i feel like the neighbors should have joined in That's what I feel like. They should have started torching his clothes, dancing and calling him a loser, like shit like that. Oh, wow. She's giving them a show, exclaimed a neighbor who recorded the rampage from a few floors below. The 34-year-old woman was so enraged by the alleged cheater that she stripped naked during the November 20th rampage. What? That I don't understand. Now, that's telling me if she stripped naked during the rampage, I'm telling you right now, this woman is not well. And he's probably, I'm going to take a guess, he may have been doing some shit for a long time that caused her to really go over the edge. I don't know if she thought getting naked would clear her, cleanse her of the toxicity that he has now imposed upon her entire body. Uh, But it's, yeah. Only the woman's arms can be seen in the TikTok clip as she flings jeans and underwear into the air. So how do they know she was naked? Was she, I don't get that. That doesn't make sense to me. I love, okay, but I do love this and I wish they would have put it in the front. One of the commenters on the video said, I just know he deserved it. (laughs) It got 1.5 million views. I mean, there is makeup on the ground. I don't, I get a Brooklyn woman found a boyfriend. Yeah. So it's pretty interesting. I mean, there's police and then somebody wrote, he's lucky he ain't in there. or He's going over the balcony too. It didn't stop with the alleged cheater's garb. A vase, an ottoman, a mirror, and a small kitchen appliance went over the edge, two neighbors said. I mean, I don't know I don't know what the kitchen appliance did, but maybe maybe she felt like it was better for her to throw it out the window as opposed to like throw it at his face. I mean, I don't know if what's worse, because it could to could kill this innocent stranger down below. Uh oh, 
love this. Police closed off the portion of the road below the apartment while a man believed to be her boyfriend tried to salvage some of his things. I want the woman was brought to Elmer's Hospital for evaluation. Oh my God. I mean, okay, so I think I can show the screen this and I'm gonna try to do it on my cap cut if you guys can see it. Right there. Look at that. Um Oh, wow. A tree that became littered with personal belongings was cut down to make room for a safety net in case she jumped. Now, these men in the streets are really fucked up, aren't they? Keep your, why don't, if you're going to cheat, bring, don't go to your apartment, you idiot. Uh... Now, it's not like this is like the hood. This is a nice apartment. This has got a doorman. The neighbors said they never heard arguing from the couple's apartment and were shocked by the commotion. See, they lived there, and the couple lived there nearly five years, though only the woman's name was on the lease. So this motherfucker was broke. Uh, You know that. That's why he didn't go to a hotel or to somewhere else, and he's fucking this bitch. I want to find more out about the story. I think I'm going to do more stories like this. So the lesson for today is try not to care when he's cheating or throw his clothes out the window because that motherfucker deserved it. Which side of the spectrum are you? I'm trying to find a happy medium. I'm trying to work on my anxiety and not give an F because you know what? I'm beautiful. I'm sexy. I'm 42 years old. I got a daughter that's amazing. A house over my fucking roof. A house over my roof, a house over my head, and I'm on the path that I've always wanted to be on, despite the fact that I can't afford matching socks. I'm matching today, though, bitches. Um, you know, I mean, I think life's pretty good. You got to just kind of go with it. And, and and to that woman, in all seriousness, who went through that on New York Post, we hope that she's okay because that's not okay what the guy did. But they don't really care because if a socket is open, they'll fucking stick their dick in it. Um. Not all men, not all men, just some who end up pushing women to the edge of an apartment with their Air Jordans. I'm Michelle Trana. Stay tuned for more. Divorce Diaries web series is on my YouTube channel, Divorce Diaries YouTube channel. So, so the tag, the, uh, the actual follow on the Divorce Diaries YouTube channel is at Divorce Diaries Show. Uh, also, you can follow me on all my platforms. Join my email list. That link is in the bio in the descriptions. Come see me in Tulsa, Oklahoma, January 21st, February 3rd, Maine, Great Falls Comedy Club, February 10th at Laughing Soft Comedy Club. Stay tuned for more. I love you guys and keep living your happily ever divorced after life. <laughs>